0: 90.3 KRNU. This is The Barbie Movies That Made Us. Today, we will be discussing Barbie in Swan Lake. Barbie and Swan Lake follows Barbie as Odette, who after stumbling into a forest, is told by the fairy queen that she is destined to defeat Rothbard. Rothbart leaves and then returns with Odile. Rothbart confronts Odette, turns her into a swan, and lures Prince Derek to Odette, thinking he will kill her. Because she's a swan. Because she's a swan. Odette is Unswanned, and her and Daniel fall in love. At the ball the next night, Rothbart disguises Odile as Odette and convinces Daniel to pledge his love to Odile. Odette and Daniel confront Rothbart and save the Enchanted Forest. So, Barbie and Swan Lake is another Tchaikovsky ballet film.
1: Barbie of Swan Lake is also one of the first three that is directed by Owen Hurley. And the next one, Barbie as the Princess and the Popper, is the first one that's not. Which I think really shows, in a way. A hundred percent. I am a little biased, though, because I love Princess and the Popper, <sighs> As you can tell, because I bring it up in every episode. Exactly. Um, but some of the things that I noticed in my rewatch of barbie swan lake is that i'm pretty sure once again it is the same prince yeah um and i'm pretty sure that it's also the same castle as barbie rapunzel 100 I, I could be wrong but it's at least extremely similar mm-hmm. and we once again have our iconic sidekick that's purple and i'm pretty sure i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it, it at least sounds like Penelope yeah. from Barbie Rapunzel also voices our sidekick this time which is Lila the unicorn yeah but I did I do think it's interesting now that I've noticed how many Barbie sidekicks are purple
0: the, there's a lot
1: there's a lot now that I'm thinking back to it there mm-hmm. there are quite a few because after that, there's Bibble, and he's mainly blue, but he has some purple. I'll count it. Magic of the Pegasus, uh, her sister is a purple horse, Pegasus specifically. Barbie Mermaidia, the dolphin. Yes. The Dolphin's purple. Uh, I think the Dolphin's also purple in, um what is it called? Mermaid Tail? Yeah. Is that it? Yes. Yeah, that one. Also purple there. We have, let's see, we're skipping the Barbie Diaries, of course. <laughs> Barbie 12 Dancing Princesses. There's that purple monkey. Yeah. The evil purple monkey. And then we got Diamond Castle. Who's purple in Diamond Castle? Her best friend was purple. <laughs> Alexis? Yeah. Alexa?
0: Alexa. Was it Alexa? It was Alexa.
1: Yeah. That's purple. That counts. I'll count it. Um, Yeah. So pretty far across the board, we have just about a purple sidekick in every Barbie movie. We love learning. Um, But one of my favorite characters that I remembered in the rewatch, I cannot remember his name, and I greatly apologize for that, but it's the librarian dude. Yeah. Is he like a troll? He's a troll. I'm pretty sure he's a troll. The librarian troll. I love him. And I also love his like little library nook. So cute. I love how he has like all of his little like treats that he yeah. brings out. He's so sweet. He probably never gets visitors, and that makes me so sad for him.
0: Erasmus.
1: Yes, Erasmus. Yes. Yep. Mhm. Yeah. Him and also Odile. Her laugh.
0: Her laugh. Her laugh. Her voice actor in general.
1: Her voice actor went hard and I'm pretty sure took heavy inspiration from Janice from Friends.
0: I've never seen Friends, so I'm sorry.
1: That's fine. That's fine. But, but if you've if you've heard the voice, like the laugh is the same.
0: Okay, good. It is. Now I know. Now you know.
1: She's only in like a couple episodes anyway. It's it's not important. <laughs> But, yeah, I I really like her voice, and I think that she's really funny. And she's not a character that exists in another adaptation of Swan Lake. The Swan Princess. Yeah? My personal favorite.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that's mostly because the Swan Lake is, Barbie and Swan Lake, is not Barbie doing the ballet of Swan Lake, Mm -hmm. but telling the same story, almost. And Odile is... The Black Swan. Yeah, that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't love, but you know,
1: we know we don't necessarily love. But oh my God, she's the Black Swan, as yeah. in like Black Swan, like with Natalie Portman. Probably, the wheels—they're clicking. They click. <laughs> <laughs> my brain just realized so many things that mm-hmm. were obvious to most other people.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but yeah, I think that that's really cool. That it's also another one where it is once again. Barbie telling it to her little sister Kelly. And mm. I think this is one of the most like iconic telling it to her little sister. I would agree because like it opens on the cabin and she's like, what well, her isn't our sister going to like a sports game? Yeah, or something like like running track. Or something like that. Not related
0: to the cabin.
1: Nothing related to the cabin. But, like, she has, like, a little sports thing going on. Yeah. And she's, like, really worried. And once again, Barbie is telling an amazing story to her little sister, Kelly, about how she
0: needs to be brave. She finds courage in herself, and I think that's sweet.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's also a very, like, prominent theme of Barbie throughout. When it comes to Barbie Swan Lake, though, it once again has, like, that same style and vibe of Rapunzel and the Nutcracker. And I think that it's overall because it was one, like, one of the first three installments of the Barbie franchise. And then also directed by Owen Hurley. I think he had a huge part to play in, like, how that looked and felt.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Barbie and Swan Lake... Is not, like, super critically panned, but there is an audience score of 58. That can't be right, can it? 58? It's 58. Wow. That's low. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Wow.
1: Well, I mean, it's not, like, super high on my list. I would say just because I am more partial to some of the later ones, mm-hmm. but I did have this on VHS, so seeing the 58 does hurt.
0: I'm sorry. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have a question for you. This yeah. was a note I took, and I feel like this might be one of the first times we see Barbie being maybe a little fruity. Uh, her, her chemistry with the fairy queen I don't no, know if there right. was something there but I like shift them harder than I did her with Daniel. Oh my god, yeah. So honestly, every time
1: that she's with um this same like different version of the same prince. Yeah. I don't like there's no chemistry there. No it's chemistry. so upsetting. Like the chemistry between like in the next movie, once again bringing up Princess and the Popper, um in Princess and the Pauper. The chemistry between I, what is his name, King Dominic, yep, and Julian. Um, yes, and Julian and like those two Barbies is so much better. I agree, so much better. And I, I just even in later films like barbie Fairytopia doesn't necessarily have a love interest yeah in it magic of the rainbow kind of has like a hint of it but like you still get like more chemistry yeah you know mm-hmm. even if they're not like officially like together together in the end and with magic of the pegasus i feel like that's one of the most like chemistry i ones agree. that you just get it's just so good i just love that movie it's just so good i think in the First three, the male characters do kind of fall a little flat mm-hmm. and you don't really believe their love story, which no. kind of sucks. But I mean it's not about them. It's about Barbie finding strength and bravery yeah. and courage and all of those cool great girl boss things.
0: Daniel, it's not about you and your no, piercing really blue not. eyes. Awesome. They
1: were they were Honestly, kind of a <laughs> Can we also talk about uh, something that I saw in the rewatch? They had, a like, a cube globe. Yeah. Like, a globe of the world, but it's a cube. But it's a cube. <laughs> and he was just like, you could just walk right off.
0: I <laughs> was just like, thinking, what? this was probably 1500s, 1600s? I think so. Yeah.
1: I just thought it was really funny to I think see it's very funny.
0: a cube.
1: Because normally you just see, like, a map, and it's yeah. just flat. This man had a
0: cube. This man is not a flat earther. He's a cube earther. He's a cube earther.
1: (laughs) Well, he was like, well, it can't be like flat, flat, like paper thin because like, how would we have the ocean?
0: How would we have the ocean? How would it be that deep?
1: So he was like, hmm, it's a cube. It's (laughs) a cube. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I just thought that was like a really interesting thing. And then I also like how he had like a little bit extra going for him, at least like character wise. Yeah. Because the male leads in the past two films didn't really have much going on for them character wise, except for the fact that they were like leaders of a government trying to like mansplain. (laughs) Trying to mansplain war. You know, just like stuff like that. Just like silly goofy boy things. (laughs) But in in this one, it seems like he has a little bit more going for him. Yeah. When in terms of like personality, at least he's got
0: something there. He
1: has a hobby.
0: He, he has a hobby.
1: He knows how to shoot a bow and arrow.
0: That's true. His bow is like larger than himself. It is yeah, not which proportional. Is also really weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I noticed that, and I just rewatched the Hunger Games for like yeah. the millionth time the other day. And so I'm very aware of like looking at bow and arrows at the moment. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was definitely something that I also noticed was that mm-hmm. it was not looking right. So I think that there's at least like a little bit more going for him, but yeah. it's still he doesn't he
0: doesn't meet up with he compare. some of the
1: later ones. Yeah.
0: Something I did want to talk about tangentially to the weird proportions is the animation. I came to the realization that the animation is one, not great, but it is very doll-like because of the way they captured motion. And it felt, Mm -hmm. this one specifically, because I was such a big The Swan Princess fan, felt like when I was playing with dolls and making up stories and being a silly, goofy kid. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can totally see that. Um personally, I like to think that once again it looks much better while watching it on a TV that has a VHS built into it. 100%. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a product of
0: my time. It looks better on a small grainy screen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh so when you try and watch it in like 4K ultra HD on YouTube on the big TV, it's it's just it just looks weird.
0: It does. It does. <laughs>
1: and I cannot explain that away. <laughs> nope.
0: I will say that a lot of the animal movements were very smooth, which I appreciate. There was a moment where Lila was running, and I remember trying to animate a horse running once.
1: We love that.
0: And if you don't know how hard that is, it's hard. Congrats on never having to do that, because that was rough. And Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> Odette, In her swan form, she had a swan's grace and poise, and all of her movements were very fluid. It was Mm -hmm. very beautiful.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree there. And I also like the kids' little costumes when they turn into little humans. It's so cute. Oh my god, there is more chemistry between the hedgehog dude and the skunk girl than there is between any of the other characters. Yeah,
0: 100%.
1: And I love that for them.
0: Young love. Young love. So pure. So sweet. I think this is one of, if not the first Barbie Barbie movie where dance is present and used as a storytelling device. Yes, absolutely. There have been balls before and we've seen Barbie dance, but we've never seen Barbie and Odette and Daniel's first date candlelight Mm -hmm. where they're just dancing by a lake. Yeah. And it felt like Barbie, not Barbie, well, Odette also had an arc of the beginning where she was like, oh, I'm too shy to dance. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. She was uh, dancing around her father's kitchen in the refrigerator light, if you will. <gasps> Me and my Taylor Swift hoodie. Yes. yes. Slay.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. It is definitely more prevalent like dance movie. It's,
0: it's more of a ballet than Nutcracker. Yeah.
1: Because the Nutcracker, like it had a couple elements to it. But it wasn't at this level yet. No, we weren't there. Yeah, she she also had her like in her little dance moment on the lake. It mm-hmm. was very much giving, um, Cinderella moment.
0: Yes, and I love that for her. But speaking also, of- eh. <laughs> speaking of, we should talk about dress transformations. Yes. So her first transform dress transformation into her pink gown from the white and blue. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really here for it. Really, I know that's probably a hot take, but I, from all the promotional materials I had seen, I only know the like, blue and pink feather yeah. type gown, and I was like, "Ooh, you were a little disappointed." I was disappointed because I thought we were getting that dra- dress dress yeah. transformation, and then there were two, and I was shook. Mm-hmm. So we
1: do love the Barbie dress transformation, though we do they do happen in almost every film. Mm-hmm. I think that it is an important staple on Barbie movies, and I love that. I love that. I don't think, is there a dress transformation in Princess and the Popper?
0: There's I don't like, think that there was. There's just like was a there? dress up montage, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, during the uh, To Be a Princess. Yes. Mm-hmm. like But I I think that, yeah, a dress transformation is like a really big deal mm-hmm. in, in Barbie movies, um, especially in Barbie fashion Fairy Tale. Yes. Because that's the whole premise of the movie. Exactly. Like... <laughs> Even though we're not covering that, and it's not in the first, like, generation, the first decade of Barbie mm-hmm. movies, um, it was still iconic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> still iconic. We still have to pay our respects. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But speaking of... But speaking of dance, I... I have seen the Swan Lake and I love performances of it. So I would be able to be like, oh, I know where this is from and was picking out moments of the original choreography that we see throughout the Barbie movie, which was very mm-hmm. slay. And then we get to the ending and we haven't seen the most iconic Swan Lake dance. The Dance of the Little Swans, the pot of cat cat I'm so sorry. I took four years of French, but I lost my pronunciation.
1: And it's also, like, winter, and so your throat's dry.
0: My throat's very dry.
1: That's fine. It's fine.
0: So it's fine. Uh, That performance was a sleigh, and I saw the three girls, (laughs) because the three girls and Bo-Cut Boy were here. Bo-Cut Boy! And the three of them started dancing, and I was like, oh, like, you can do this dance with three people. It's fine. Yeah. And then Bo-Cut Boy joined in...
1: We love Bowl Cut Boy.
0: We stand. We stand. And I got very excited. And yeah. I if I wasn't in a library, I would have screamed. <laughs> the scream
1: you could have scrumped. Uh, the scream I almost <laughs> scrumped. Honestly, yeah. To all it the screams in the I've scrumped before. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I cackle, um. But but yeah, I definitely agree with you there that that was a really good scene. And when I when I think of Barbie of Swan Lake, because I didn't really get to finish the whole rewatch because I was short on time today, that is the moment that I think of. And I didn't even get to watch that scene today. No. But that's still like the moment that I think of when I think of Barbie Swan Lake, is I think of all of the the little creatures. As humans dancing around, and I love that for them.
0: I love it's that so for cool. us. Yes.
1: I don't know the names of any of these things because I have not seen Swan Lake. That's okay. Um, I've seen different variations of it performed in different movies, like uh, when they perform a bit, bits and pieces of Swan Lake in the iconic role that The Rock played in Game Plan.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he is in Not Swan Not where I thought Lake. that was going.
1: <laughs> uh, that is, like, the only other, like, thing that I can think of mm-hmm. when I think of Swan Lake, though, besides the Swan Princess, which I personally feel like is a much better story. But you know what? You know what? It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Even though the Swan Princess was already out mm-hmm. at the time that this was made. Yeah. Which means that the bar was set, but it was set too high. Mm-hmm. It really was. The bar was fifty million feet in the air. Like you could yeah. not touch that bar.
0: <laughs> you can't touch the Swan Princess. I really love that movie. <laughs> Me too. And it's okay. Uh, a pas de deux is just dancing between two people. It's a duet, and Slay. which you see in a lot in ballets. And then a pas de cat, cat, q a r t r e. Wow. I can spell it, can't say it. Uh, it's just a dance between four people, because ah. that's four in French. Yeah, a lot of a lot of ballet names are very literal.
1: Yeah, it's like quarter. Yeah, like fourths. Yeah. Fourths.
0: I understand basic
1: things, although yeah. I only know like a select few words in French because I will not lie. I watch Miraculous Ladybug Tales <laughs> of Ladybug and Cat Noir, and that, and that is all I know. That's okay. So.
0: I thought this was a pretty simple movie as far as Barbie movies go. It just, the plot sounds crazy if you try to explain it to someone, but I did find myself like getting bored a few times and I felt like the pacing wasn't where I wanted it to be.
1: Yeah. I I feel the same way, but also I feel like that's because we've seen the same story retold in a better way.
0: (laughs) That's very true. With
1: uh, Swan Princess. Mm -hmm.
0: This was my first time watching Barbie and Swan Lake, Mm -hmm. but I grew up with the Swan Princess. Yeah. So that was my Odette. And Mm -hmm. Daniel's name was Derek.
1: Yeah. We love Prince Derek. We love
0: Prince Derek. What a dummy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Uh, Himbo of the year. But um, (laughs) see, for me, I grew up with both. Okay. But the Swan Princess was my favorite. Mm -hmm. Like, I watched that all the time. Oh yeah. I still watch it all the time. Good. Um I think I still have the VHS <gasps> of it with like the Pillsbury Doughboy commercial. Oh my god. And the Cartoon Network yes. commercial in the beginning. Iconic. Um when the commercials are as iconic as the movies, you know it's going to be good. But 100%. I just always felt to me that the Swan Princess it just was it was too good. It, it was, was too, too good. good. Like, the Swan Lake couldn't compete with that. No. That's like trying to ask a salad to compete with ice cream. Mm -hmm. They're similar in that they are both food, but they are different in the fact that one is ice cream. Yeah. And the other is lettuce. Salad. (laughs) (laughs) Salad. So, like, they're both good for Mm -hmm. their purpose and their role. Yeah. But they're good at different things. Exactly. And I just... That's where I feel like Swan Lake misses for me, just because the bar was set too high for me. But if you've never seen the Swan Princess, I'm sure you'll love this movie, and I'm yeah. sure you'll love it regardless. Yeah, we just have high expectations at this point. Mm-hmm. Plus, we've seen like the Barbie films after this, and so it's hard to like compare something that you already are like kind of biased against. Yeah, with stuff that you absolutely
0: love. Yeah, it's just one of those things it's it's a weird comparison to make and i don't know if you can accurately compare swan princess to swan lake especially like musically they're so different oh my god the swan princess has incredible original songs yeah and i do still know all of them me too the opening one that's like six minutes long
1: know every single every word.
0: single but
1: word. to be fair i have also memorized all of all too well 10 minute version from well, red taylor's version how could so. you not i mean fair so <laughs> <laughs> yeah taylor
0: swift count two two if you're counting along with us <laughs> yeah and we did get the london symphony orchestra this time which is once again yeah once again a sleigh uh like they did great. They were, they were, they were yeah. a symphony in the background. I don't have much to say about them. I mean, they did their job and they did a good job. The music's great. It's yes. just I keep just
1: wanting to compare it to the Swan Princess because mm-hmm. it's just so much better in my eyes. It
0: it really is. Like
1: if I were to rate the Swan Princess out of Bibbles, I would give it like twenty Bibbles. Yeah, and our scale only twenty goes up out to of ten, 10 Bibbles. <laughs> so like trying, I I just can't. I can't. The music's good, but it's
0: mm-hmm. not Swan Princess good. It's not Swan Princess. You know? Prince- yeah. And it's not something that will capture my attention as a theater kid. As I do theater love going kid. to the I do love going to the ballet, but to see two characters conflict mm-hmm. and at, at the beginning of a song and then have this grand resolution as yes. the background and the room around them literally fades away and they are down dancing on clouds as they realize they love it for looks one another. like
1: the freaking lover cover, yes. by the way. I noticed that recently. Taylor Swift, count three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I completely agree. That is way more, as a fellow theater kid, that mm-hmm. is way more
0: like theater kid. You it's, know, it's just so much more dramatic and... Just big and I care so much about each of these characters, and now I care about their love story so much. Yes, yeah. And then like
1: when it com- when they come together, and he's like arrange the marriage, <gasps> and oh. she's like uh what? <clears throat> and then he's like, do you even like me, sir? Do you do you even like me, sir? And he was like, well, what? You're beautiful. You're all I've ever wanted. And he's like, and, sh- and then she's just there, and she says the iconic. Thank you. But, what, but else? what else? He's like. What else is there?
0: (laughs) Is beauty all that matters (laughs) to you?
1: And then then the other guy whose name I can't remember comes in and he's like, you should write a book. How How to to offend offend women women in five syllables or or less. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like nothing can beat that. That's so iconic. And like the transition from (sighs) like the chess piece to the tower.
0: Yes. That's gorgeous.
1: It's just so cinematically beautiful, I can't I agree, and so I like want I want to love mm-hmm. Swan Lake as much as that. I really do, and it really has some good like unique points to that, mm-hmm. but
0: I just can't i yeah, it's yeah, so speaking of, should we get our bibbles in? Yeah, I don't...
1: You go first. I gotta think about this.
0: (laughs) I'm very sorry. I did have my Bibble count ahead of time. I'm sorry I'm giving it a five.
1: Honestly, that's what I was
0: gonna say. Okay. (laughs) Rothbart, he is not my favorite villain and his bird form did kind of disgust me because it's his same face.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: And his human form has the nose of a bird mm-hmm. and it was a little distracting. And Yeah,
1: it was. It was that's, not very sly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about the whole mm-hmm. time too. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, no, same. I'm with you on the same page here. I also would say, because that's what I was kind of thinking, but I like wasn't sure on it until mm-hmm. you said it. But, yeah, I would also rate it five bibbles two note. we previously have rated the last two, I think seven, yeah, sevens s- seven, seven bibbles for the last two, but, um, this one, five because, yes, it is iconic. It's a good first start. It's good on its own, and it has really good parts to it. It's just there are so many more that are better than it, mm-hmm. and there's even better versions of the story, yeah. Like, at least with Rapunzel, like, you can't compare it to Tangled because they have different storylines. Yeah. But they're just as good as each other. Yes. Separated on their own. <laughs> but in this case, it's, like, the same storyline, same basic characters, and it just doesn't match up. It doesn't, yeah. And somehow the animation's worse. Yes. Yeah, which, some... like, if I remember correctly, Swan Princess came out in 1997. Yes. Yes. And this came out. That was nineteen ninety four,
0: but nineteen nineties.
1: Yeah, it was. It was sometime in the nineteen nineties. Was it ninety four?
0: I think it was ninety four. Oh, oops.
1: Well, it came out in like the nineties, and Swan Lake came out in two thousand three when I was born. So that's like at least a five six year difference, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Did you look it up?
0: Uh, yes. the Swan Princess, was made in nineteen ninety four. Oh, and. You I mean it might have have it might have had like a theatrical release. Not I was a just thinking release, of 97 been...
1: cuz I was thinking about Titanic earlier.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> and that came out in 94.
1: That's 97. where we got 97. That's where we got 97. So it came out in 1994. I mean, and the swan- second
0: the second Swan Princess did come out in 97.
1: See, so, I knew something came out and the second one was just as good. Yeah. So and so was the third one. I don't like the remakes of The Swan Princess.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess
1: the first three. But even, like, the sequels to The Swan Princess are good. So mm-hmm. I can't even, like, compare that. And so that's why I'm going to have to give it a five. All right. But, uh, warning... Uh, for next week when we cover Barbie as the princess and the popper I will be rating that with very high bibbles as all of you could have expected okay so <laughs> I don't even Uh-oh. need to rewatch it to know <laughs> awesome
0: we'll see you next week when we discuss Barbie as the princess and the popper thank you for listening on 90.3 KRNU